Hi, I'm Casey. I'm excited to be talking to AFC West. Hi, I'm Ryan. We're going to ask Broncos fan Cody if head coach Vance Joseph is still having the time of his life. I'm Jamin. I'm sitting next to an empty seat. Did, did you guys tell Cody we were starting early tonight? He's not here yet. I thought you were telling him. I was on you guys. Oh, shit. I'm just a co-host. Cody, if you're listening, come to the show. All right, welcome back in. Just another football show. Episode two of three this week. Yeah, Man, we're, you guys uh, are lucky. We're pumping them out this week. We're just going to overload dry pod. And you're going to be so annoyed. There's a lot to talk about. It's that, it's that time. Of, I say it every week. It's that time of year. <clears throat> well, I mean, the, doing, the, doing right. the fantasy spectacular um, didn't didn't hurt having extra Got me stuff pumped. to talk about. Got so. me ready and yeah. starting looking at things and wondering what you idiots are going to do to ruin my beautiful Just Another Fantasy Show football team. Wow. Like, already? Damn. Like, Jesus Christ. We're not what? even there yet. Maybe we get along well. Maybe we all have the same similar ideas. Do you think so? For the most part, I think we tend to agree. I think a lot of things is going to be me just argumentative yeah. for the sake of it. <laughs> It'll make so. good TV, damn it. Okay, guys. Something. So, we are joined by Cody tonight. We're going to talk. We're talking to AFC West. We're going to do Broncos on this episode. So, yes, sir. call took, Cody and have Took him some shots in. at him on the fantasy show. Hey, yeah, <laughs> you, you and me both. It's true. So it happened. Figured. It did we happen. Figured. You're not wrong. I, I think I, yeah, I think I mentioned his name a couple of times <laughs> yep. as well. Hey, at least we didn't throw you under the bus like we did Scott. Thank you. That's true. Like, Cody, we just, hey, I, we I just complimented how you'd be taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught the, the David and Joku. Crow would probably draft him. Actually, he's on my <laughs> roster. So. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> so we're going to talk uh, a little bit of news. We got some things. We had some games that happened since the last time we sat down in this room and, and talked. Yes. We had um, had games. We had had games. Uh, well, I mean, not some since, teams more uh, well, not prevalent than others when, when we filmed the fantasy things, but. spectacular. But that's true. You're right. I guess I, I did phrase that terribly. I will give you which is why why you my gave me the weird. I was like, did I miss something? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, you did. did. Was there a game last night? No, there wasn't. You're right. So uh, we got a little bit of news here, um, and then uh, we're going to talk some Broncos. We're going to talk some Chiefs here a little bit later, and uh, get out of here for the day, and then we'll. Way to, way to play down on, how excited yeah. we are to talk Chiefs. Reconvene yeah. on Friday. Here we were all like, hey, we are excited. We're going to do this. And then like, well, we're going to do this. You know this, how pessimistic I am about my team. I can't. This isn't changing. Reverse so. jinx. That's fine. It's not. <laughs> but, hasn't but, fucking worked yet. So <laughs> Supposedly, you have questions to ask. So I mean, I'm hoping that... that uh, <laughs> That our fan has maybe a little bit it differing is, opinion. From it is refreshing to get an opinion from another fan. Yeah, that's why we like to do this. Yeah. And the it seems the fans that we've had on have been mostly optimistic. Some overly optimistic yes. in, in our if we're gauging, mm-hmm. but that is refreshing. A lot of these te- a lot of things we've talked about already. People have just already counted them out for this year. And yeah. we have our fans come on and say, "Hey, wait, what, I believe in this. this. Yeah, I I believe in this." You know, the organization and the, the community believes in this. Maybe don't sell them out so quick. So that, that's that been refreshing for me. It's made me kind of take a double take on some of the teams I'd already counted out. Yeah, um, that's why we do this. Yeah. 
So let's see. Um, in in the world of I don't know that it matters, but it was a headline that I saw in multiple places. Tom Brady punts football? Uh, no, Damn it wasn't. It wasn't uh, I saw it in one place. Uh, it does fall under the the latter category, though. Uh, let's see. Uh, Frank Gore came out and uh, had praise for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Said he understood why they they traded away Jay Ajayi. You would hope you would say that, and not not the opposite of that, right? Oh fuck, I don't yeah. know what they were I don't, thinking. I don't really get it, guys. I mean, he's not going to say that. Um, that. I like Kenyon Drake, yeah. I mean, and that says a lot coming from. I mean, Frank Gore's been a guy that's been around forever, and you know, literally, I'm pretty sure he's been around exactly. forever. Yeah. I, Much longer than anyone forever. anticipated, but like he's still there. He's still churning, and you know, sure, you know, future ballot Hall of Famer. So. Some to, people, get, to get some praise and that he's on board with everything, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, some people may have already counted Frank Gore out this year, say, oh, it's a, yeah. a veteran addition to, to kind of help Kenyon Drake more off the field. I think we will see some impact from Frank Gore on the field. Um, he's probably still got some left. I mean, we saw it in Indy. We've, we've seen it. You know, we, we kind of counted him out before, and he's always bounced back, had, had good years. Not, not necessarily great years, but good years. I don't think he would have – stuck around longer than he felt that he had it in him, Frank Gore. So No, he's and it speed has never been his game. Yeah. So as long as he can still get you those, you know, four or five yardage and then occasionally he'll break one for thirty five, could just, be forty. Just if, shot. Yeah. So so to 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 the actual story, this means this isn't just a veteran saying a nice thing about a younger guy. It, it? It's it's a guy saying good thing about his competition. Yeah, I suppose. I mean I don't know that there are any illusions as to him being sure. the, the workhorse back in that in that in that backfield. Sure. I, I think mm-hmm. that that's been decided. So I, I don't know that that's exactly the case, but I I don't doubt that he's being truthful here. Yeah. It's, there's no there's no reason to think otherwise on that. There was a, a story about Kenyon Drake as well. Since we're on topic, um, a younger defensive player had kind of hit him with had a blindside hit on him, mm-hmm. knocked him down when he had, didn't have his helmet on. Kenyon Drake. Uh, and then literally the next day, Adam Gase cut that player. So, uh, so how they value Kenyon Drake is kind of evident in that, and the fact mm-hmm. that you know they're obviously right now you're trying to weed out all, like field frustration issues and stuff like that. But to say, hey, we have so much value in this guy. If you're gonna fuck with him, you can go do it. Well, I kind of like, feel when like you're on the other team. You know, where I can see your point, yes, they value Kenyon Drake. They don't want anything to happen to him, especially something like that. But at the same time, that's a message you need to send to your locker room regardless of who was hit. Like, dude doesn't have his helmet on. You laid him out with a blindside tackle. Yeah, not cool, bro. Guess what? Yeah. We're not doing that shit here. Agreed. Back your um, bags, you're gone. So, like, we had a handful of injuries here. Uh, there's one one that I – always Jam, we might push your injuries to Friday. Because there's a lot of them. I don't really there's going to be right. more by then. There yes, will be more by then. Probably true. Um, the big one, which we did touch on uh, during the fantasy episode, uh, Darius Geis with the ACL. That sucks. Or, just... yeah. He's up on. He's already on IR, right? Yeah. So, I mean, with mm-hmm. the the torn ACL. I mean, you say this every time it happens because there are a handful of other guys in this boat. Um, if there is a silver lining at all, it's that it happened this early and should in theory be good to go day one next year i don't i mean it sucks to say it that way but that is that's the only real silver lining here i think washington lost three players to similar injuries in that game yeah um the other guys obviously weren't the headlines but injuries are already starting to hit this team this year and injuries decimated this team last year 
So we could be seeing you wonder another at a certain kind of, point. Like you see these same teams historically year after year just be torn apart by injuries. Yeah. Is there something going on with the strength and conditioning program? Trainers or, are a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strength and conditioning coaches are a thing. Field management is a thing. And all these things, all these things contribute to that. I mean, I think, I think that's why we see some teams have the kind of injury plagued seasons back to back that we see. Uh, like they need to start uh, looking at some of. I mean, I imagine they are, and it's a moot point on our unless say, unless everyone just kind of believes in coincidences or like, oh, look at this, I'm I'm having bad luck every other yeah. year. Stop walking under ladders, yeah. guys. Come on. Pretty much. Uh, so then they uh, they did come out this week said they didn't intend to sign anybody, no uh, no veterans coming through the door. So it's going to be the uh, the Rob Kelly and the Samaj P Ryan show. Chris Thompson, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. They do have a they have a and there are two other two or three other guys on that roster. I mean, I don't imagine they'll Capri Bibbs. Capri Bibbs is I think is more a like a that's uh, a very good name. Yeah. It's, it's a good mo- name. It's more like a Chris Thompson, more like a yeah, receiving yeah, back, yeah. but I mean they got four notable guys sitting there. I mean, it makes sense. Depth is depth and obviously this was going to be Darius Geis's show, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was their intention, and now they have to do basically the same thing they did last year, which worked out well for Chris Thompson yeah, until yeah. his leg broke in two. So. Yeah. yeah, well, well, that's generally going to be a setback, I think. Yeah, pretty. For most people. That's what we'll call it. It's true. I What's mean, your, what, what do you do for, yeah. especially what do you do for a living? Well, I run. Mm. Uh, that, that broken leg is going to be a yeah. setback. Don't happen to sit at a desk all day? No? Well, I don't know what to tell you then. Um, so I think, I think, I think that's, that's all we're going to do for news right now. We'll get to your Niners injuries on Friday, Jim. Uh, They're not going anywhere. There are so many that it'll kill a large chunk of time and we got a lot to do. We got a lot to talk about. We got a full full calendar today. We got all four teams. We got someone coming on Big Uh, game. all, yeah, all this week. So we're, we're, uh, we're just gonna roll on. Yeah. Big, big, big. Going to transition over and talk to Cody about his Broncos. Cody, how do you feel yeah. about the Broncos? Just give me a, give me a quick. How do you feel right now? Uh, I feel um, potential. Yeah, that, that's, uh, if I could put it okay. in one word, there's potential. Yeah. There you go. That's fair. Potential. That's yeah. that's that's kind of good. I mean, that's the like we had mentioned. Right? That's the overall theme here. Yeah. I don't think we've had one person on interviewed, regardless of their team, that goes. Oh, these guys are going to fucking suck. <laughs> right. Like everyone's felt good. I, I kind of want to ask before we get uh, too far into this, how, uh, how much money did you give that GoFundMe? <laughs> oh, man. I'm a, I've got a fresh 20 waiting for him on payday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's packed, packed I, to lunch, I, right? To make sure I've got the, yeah, the right quarterback. For those of you that don't know, apparently a group of uh, local Denver Bronco fans have started a GoFundMe page to basically yeah. buy out Paxton Lynch's contract so they can send him packing. <laughs> Just get rid of him. Hey, here's your money. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Poor Paxton Lynch. Six, I, I feel yeah. bad for that. I mean, I shouldn't. I he's, don't. He's a millionaire for <laughs> hey, basically I was doing say, nothing. In, yeah. in worst case scenario, his contract's going to get bought I, out. I don't, I don't someone feel, else yeah, I don't feel him. bad for him. Do better. Yeah. It's Play business. better. It's they, your job. They gift-wrapped him the, the starting job. He couldn't handle it. I think that's they where gift, the problem is. They gift-wrapped him the second-string job. Now he can't handle that. So I think we talked about this. I yeah, want to say we talked just, about it last year. I don't think he was ever designed to he, be that starter. He was a no. like a one-year wonder at Memphis, yeah. drafted entirely too high. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, the pressure was immediately on him, especially following like Peyton since yep, Brock yep, was out the door. Yep. It was too much I mean, pressure for this kid. Do you kind of question uh, John Elway as a general manager yes. right now? No. 
I I do <laughs> no. personally. I do. No. John Elway has like zero track record to say he's done a good job. I say he can draft well. Who? Who? Well, we, well I think okay. we might get into. Oh, that. we're gonna do that. Oh, so, <laughs> so, so this look at year. look at Cody Ooh. throwing the segues at us. Cody's here. Tell he's been Ryan on the show before to do his job once or twice. He's listened to these division previews. He knows it. It gets me through my work day. There you go. I'll tell you that much. So okay, this this year's draft, I I do agree. I I, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, I think this was a good draft. Obviously, you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Casey, I hate this draft. Casey, so as a good. Chiefs draft, is is afraid of this as he Terrifying. should be. This uh, is such a good draft. But you end up with what could be. Uh, it's hard to say something is a steal at the number five pick. Yeah. But this though. could be a the steal of the draft. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since we'll see how these quarterbacks pan out, but and, I think he's absolutely yeah. the steal. Any of the three teams ahead of ahead of them could have taken. Yeah. Uh, could have taken Bradley Chubb. Yep. <laughs> Browns whiffed twice. Yeah, I don't know why they – I mean, Baker mm. Baker, I'm okay with right can, now, but the small corner. I mean, we're, we're no. not talking Browns. I think yeah. that that corner was specifically drafted as an attempt to stop Antonio Brown. If you look at his size, you look at what he does, the, the, yeah. the, typical, yeah. the typical players that Brown has had the coverage issues with hit as that kind of player. Mm-hmm. So I think they're trying to shut down the one – thing in that division that is clearly the best the best thing in that division. oh yeah so yeah, easily we'll talk about it when we talk Th- rounds that's yep. way more optimistic than me i think they literally took him because he's from ohio and cleveland is in ohio <laughs> well, that's f- where's mean, this kid from i feel like ohio. it's going the opposite way like they've been drafting lately yeah. so i don't know if maybe that's the case but but, but bradley chubb sl- slips falls yeah. to number five to slip yeah absolutely and now he'll be on the other side of von miller yeah uh, yeah a very frightening <laughs> Twosome. A gruesome twosome. It's, if you it's will. a frightening a front, front seven, it. honestly. I it's, mean, the, the roster we have as far as defensive linemen, linebackers that can also rotate in and out, yeah. half of those guys would be starters on, I think, a good chunk of the league right now. Some of them, at least. And the idea, or the hope, I'm assuming, is yeah. that they'll get back to the defense they were, what, a couple of years ago? They were yep. no fly zone, which not necessarily is the front, we're not front quite, seven yeah, thing, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, now you have that kind of, and I don't want to say it's like the Eagles model, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what it's getting marketed as now is yeah. just have a shitload of offense yeah. or of defensive linemen, yep. rotate them in, yep. you know, keep your guys fresh. Yep. And even if Bradley Chubb isn't always on the field at the same time as Von Miller, yeah. then he's we've got good fresh legs. Yeah. There's always fresh legs coming in and out. And one thing that we have been going with as far as our edge rushers, linebackers, especially they're all, notably quick at least for you know they're they're a little smaller sometimes but they're they're quick and i think that's our agenda this year is going to be get those quarterbacks yeah we're not we're not to that point yet we're talking about kansas city but this could be hell for a young quarterback or young quarterback like patrick Mahomes. oh yeah yeah absolutely um then the other the next two picks the second the third round pick are are ones that might be a little bit more fresh in people's mind because these are names that could be popping up on on fantasy Mm -hmm. uh, on fantasy rosters and and things like that. So in the second round, the 40th pick overall, you take Cortland Sutton, the wide receiver out of SMU. Yep. Um, a lot of talk about what at the beginning of the college year that he was the number one mm-hmm. uh, wide receiver. He kind of fell down a little bit. Him and Christian Kirk, Kirk both fell. Yep. But it's a still a tremendous value, I believe, at this uh, high second round pick. Yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about Kirk, uh, or not Kirk, Cortland Sutton? fitting in with the, the two established wide receivers, yeah. you now Demarius and Amazing. I think it's going to be nice because we can, uh, even though he's lost probably a step by now, but we can move. I think we're going to put Emmanuel Sanders. He's going to be our new slot guy. Yeah. And we're going to put the two big guys outside and, and 
they're bound to have one person open. I mean, we've got tight ends. Jake Butt, I think he's full go. <laughs> yeah, this is one. Yeah, I, yeah, every yeah. time. I think I've mentioned him a few times Jake on this Butt show. And, and I, uh, yeah. I, uh, another one of those guys that sort of gets forgotten about. Is because name? It's basically yeah, them hot, getting another Jeff, yeah. draft pick this year as he didn't play at all last year. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, Butt and, <laughs> but and Hireman. Ba- Butt and Hireman are both. Uh, you know, one one is a mission guy, one's an Ohio yeah, State guy. Yep. Uh, I so, saw you over there snickering. I think that, yeah, that was like our, our biggest thing from last year is we, as far as offense and like our biggest struggles is we had no choice but to pound the ball because you can't force feed, you know, yeah. Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders without anything decent. And those guys weren't catching the ball. Um, I think we addressed that issue and we drafted uh, Deshaun Hamilton, Penn State, in the fourth round. I think that's going to be – he's had a stellar camp, I think, as far as him and Sutton both. Um, so I'm really excited to see what kind of firepower these guys can bring to an offense. And switching out those quarterbacks, I'm also pretty excited. Yeah. So you're you're a Case Keenum guy. Nah, I'm not sold yet. Okay. He, he had a good year last year. I mean, I'll give – he's had one good year. Um, he had a. I'm optimistic. I'd say go far. He had a great year last year. Yeah, and but you, you throw one, him into you know, well, you throw him into on paper at least with the recent additions, mm-hmm. um, a very similar situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, got, he's got the weapons I don't potential. Think he has as many weapons. But. He's, got, he's got weapons potentially got there. Two, yeah, we've we've got and you got you got you got a decent defense yeah. that's going to take a lot of pressure off of him. So I think Case is set up to win. And win very quickly yeah. uh, in Denver. I'm hoping so. We, we've given him the tools. It's just up to him to, you know, as far as picking up the playbook and executing. If he yeah. if he did what he did last year as far as TDs to picks and he just takes care of the ball, that that's all you can ask for as an NFL team. And, and I think the other guys will do the rest. Game manager. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you get from Case Keenum. That's what he's he excels at. He's not the big flashy quarterback. He's the efficient. Uh, you know, he's not going to fuck up. As much as other quarterbacks. As much as I would hope. We've yeah. had a really bad track record the past well, the, fuck forever as far as quarterbacks yeah. that can yeah. take care of the ball. So The quarterback situation since Peyton has been pretty grim. Yeah. Um, it was grim with Peyton his last yeah, year. Yeah, it wasn't was, great with Peyton no, either. No. Um, Trevor Simeon, you know, <laughs> lo- loved the kid. He did his best. He's a seventh-round pick from Northwestern. He tried. Yeah. Yeah, he tried, but yeah. he, he just go he use that real those. estate license and go sell some houses because he's he's the backup in Minnesota now. <sighs> yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so so basically, he just swapped quarterbacks. You know, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the draft looks good to me too. Uh, Isaac Yidum, Yidum, cornerback uh, from Boston College, also uh, helpful. Yeah, yeah he was he was probably a top five, top six cornerback in this draft. Yeah. He didn't have the same kind of name recognition as the other guys ahead yep. of him, but this is still a, a good pick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth one, the fourth round pick, first pick of the fourth round, yep. Josie Jewell, linebacker at Iowa. We're all uh, fairly familiar man, seeing him. I'm so excited about this. Pick. You, get it, you can get that jersey. Ain't so you? excited! I really want to. So um, I, I don't know if you guys had any time to watch the game Saturday, but that man was—he's doing everything he did. On I the didn't. Field at Iowa. But I follow he enough was, Broncos fans on Facebook. Man, that he was all over the place. It. He was in there on every play. Uh, so I. I no doubt in my mind he's going to work his way in and get some snaps with Todd Davis and Brandon Marshall in there. Yeah, he, he's kind of a – I don't want to say it in a bad way, but like a, a typical Iowa player. Oh, not, yeah. Not, linebacker is – you know, the linebackers that we've had, he's trending in that direction. He's he's there. Yeah, not That's super flashy, but yep. going to run sideline to sideline, cover yep. as well as he can. Yep. Doesn't have the elite athleticism from other guys might, yep. but he he's going to do all the things he's he needs smart. to do. He's smart. Yeah. his big thing. Yeah, he's smart, and I don't think he was – you know, a three-year captain at Iowa for no reason. I mean, yeah. that guy, that kid is – he's going to be stellar. 
Then the, I'm excited. The back half of the draft is just depth as well. You did pick yeah. up Troy Fumagalli, tight end from Wisconsin. So there's your blocking tight end, yeah. something that was uh, kind of missing last mm-hmm. year. Could use could have used some help there. Yep. Uh, another offensive lineman, Sam Jones, another linebacker. And then uh, seventh round was a running back who might end up seeing the field or might just be kind of a I – th- I think he's going to get a little he, – he might get some time as long as he keeps up his camp, has a good show in preseason. He's uh, another tr- opposite of what we have right now is we have a little more speed. Um, I think he's going to be the pound-the-rock guy on the goal line, you know, third and short, fourth and short. And, and, and that's, he'll get opportunity. And that's absolutely needed. Last year, the – let's see. The deficiencies were glaring – Oh, uh, yeah. It was pretty obvious what the hell the problem was with the Broncos last year. Offensive line and run game. There's tons of it, yeah. And quarterback yep, play. Yep. And the thing, that's the thing is when you have no passing game, they know you're going to yep. run the ball, and then without your offensive line, you can't run the ball, and it's just a never-ending cycle of just shit last year. Yeah. So. So, so do you feel like this plus the addition of Case Keenum uh, – or not Case – yeah, Case Keenum there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, the the CK, the KC, the the T, it messes in my head. Yeah, that's KC. <laughs> yeah. So the addition of Case Keenum, the draft picks you had there, mm-hmm. uh, do you think that was enough to give the 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 new glow up of this uh, I, offense, if you will? I think so. Um, as far as like our defense, like I said, I that front seven is, I'm kind of confident to say they're the best front seven in the league as far as defensively. Um, we drafted uh, Yadam. So we're going to put uh, – Chris Harris is going to be our new slot. Not our new slot. He likes – he's better in the slot playing those man-to-mans um, on those Chris? quick guys. So yeah. he's, he's real quick there. And another thing that we did, I think, to address our offensive line issue to narrow it down um, is we moved Ronald Leary back to his natural spot at left guard. Um, he didn't allow any sacks last year at left guard. Um, and those guys on the left, Garrett Bowles, Matt Paradise – or Paradise, sorry. Uh, those guys, I think they're going to be good on the left side. The only thing is is getting Gerald – Nah, Jared Valdir healthy and uh, get that right side going. and I think we can pound the rock to the left and then hopefully open some stuff up on the other side. Yeah, and, and I think uh, you, you talk about pounding the rock. That's something we didn't see a lot of last year. No. C.J. Anderson's gone now. Yep. Uh, the people who listen to the show for fantasy, the very few, I'm mm-hmm. sure, uh, how do you feel? Hey, those those numbers are growing. Probably, hopefully, hopefully growing. They're growing. <laughs> uh, so then, 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 Cody, as a Denver Broncos fan, how do you feel about Royce Freeman? Another, I'm excited. I really am. It's just, it's hard until you see some of these guys. Um, I know preseason, For preseason, real. but yeah. to see these guys go against first string defenses like they're going to see, they're not going to see second string, third string. Well, not only that, um, just first string yeah, formations. But, you know, a lot of these guys yeah. go out there and they just kind of go through the motions for a series yeah, or two to yeah. get game ready. They have, but they yeah. yeah, coordinators aren't throwing their best shit no, out there no, at no, this no, point. No. no, you just, you throw out your base, you know, 12 plays or so to set up your first two drives. Run it, run it correctly, switch it out, do it again. Um, but it, uh, I think he just needs to get some experience is all. Um, and I think he's got a high ceiling. He'll get that experience quickly because, as far as I can tell, he's the guy right now, right? Not right now. Uh, unfortunately, I, Still- I, I hate Devontae Booker, but I've got a couple uh, insiders on the, the Twitter machine, um, some press guys in, in Denver. They're all – all all signs point to Devonte, but I think it's it's a head to head. It's 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 going to be those two going at it all preseason. I think by week one, it'll probably be Royce Freeman getting the majority. Devonte Booker has been a little bit of a disappointment, right? Yeah, yeah. You you shake your yeah. head, so I, maybe a little bit is an understatement. Yeah. Um, 
he supposedly had all the, these, these utilities, all the skill. He could catch the ball and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of hasn't come to fruition or he's, he's fumbled. He's had some issues like that. Yeah. So yep. uh, maybe having that pressure behind him, Royce, I mean, Royce Freeman's breathing down his neck. Yeah. I mean, maybe that will kind of get him right. I sure hope it does. Yeah. And then we, we, I mean, we're talking about the offense a lot. I know, but that's because I feel pretty certain that the defense is fine. You're, 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 you're out to, there to, to play, certain, yeah. like placate that second that I was going to ask about Von Miller because yeah. if you just watched last season, all the talk was that he's kind of slipped a little bit, lost the step. There was a few games where he couldn't quite make it. Yeah. Pulling up his stats. I'm like, I don't mm. even know if I want to ask this question <laughs> anymore because on paper, uh, he didn't have, have, he didn't slip that much compared to what he normally had. 10 no. total sacks, uh, 51 tackles, yeah. um, the only time he's had, uh, I guess, worse numbers was when mm-hmm. he was injured and didn't play a full season. Yeah. But we, uh, com- comparative to some of his other seasons here, he's had a you know eleven sack year, fourteen, mm-hmm. a couple eleven thirteens or thirteen sacks in two thousand sixteen. Uh, but other than that, everything kind of seems to be similar. Yeah. Was it was this uh, the Von Miller thing? Is this more of a uh, he was really good for a while? earlier on in the season, and then he had a few games where just a complete non-factor, that that's why everyone's kind of questioning uh, what's going on there. I've, or... got a, I've got a pretty good thought on that. Um, our defensive front seven actually was pretty hurt and banged up last year. Uh, Garrett Bowles, which is usually on his same side, was hurt, I want to say, probably three-quarters of the year, and we didn't have another edge rusher on that side. Shane Ray was out. Uh, we really only had Shaq Barrett on the other side. Um so really, when you're, the, you got just him coming at you, you're gonna double block him and yep. hope you can stop the rest. And those guys weren't getting through. Um, so yeah, I think this year, hopefully, Bradley Chubb stays healthy. Everyone stays healthy. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's yeah. <laughs> that's, interesting. That's the interesting, name of the game, right? Terrifying. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, I, I do think, and you talk about some of the injuries. Having these guys back, like Casey kind of mentioned earlier, it's like a whole new team almost having the guys that were on IR or mm-hmm. the guys that were had these kind of nagging injuries where they couldn't play at their best. Mm-hmm. Well, now you get them back and yeah. that could mean a whole, you know, you, 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 we saw the team last year and, and the Broncos were pretty abysmal. What were they like five and 11? Yeah. Um, yeah. La- you yeah, know, last yeah. in the AFC West, but you get some of these guys back that could change the, the dynamics of the defensive line. You get some of the guys back on offensive line, mm-hmm. then you can run the ball. You know, it, it's kind of this whole cascading thing. Um, everyone deals with it exactly the same across the teams. You know, every team has injury issues, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, this is one where some key guys were not there or were underperforming. So mm-hmm. uh, hard to judge this current team off of what last year's team did. Um, my question about the, the the team, the thing that's the same between the two of them, is is coaching. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Vance Joseph? You know, this, what this is his second year. So people talk about how he could have been walked out the door last year, or should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like? Yeah, there was a lot of talk that he couldn't even make the full year. Yeah. Do you feel like that? You know, the team kind of let him down, or do you think he like kind of let the team down? Uh, I feel. I, I think it, it might have been a little of both. Um, sure. As far as being a first-year head coach, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine what they've got to deal with as far as taking, you know, you don't just have offense now, you or you don't have just defense, you know, you've got everything, you've got to handle everything at your show. Um, so that might be a lot on his plate, but I'm glad that you know Elway. Uh, that's one thing he does do is he'll he'll give you a, a second chance. Um, I think he is most definitely on a hot seat right now. Um, I I want to think that this could be okay, um, but. Uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay optimistic about it. And getting Bill Musgrave um, as their new offensive coordinator, I think that's going to give a little spark there. And yeah. Just as long as these pieces work together. I mean, it, it, sky's the limit. Yeah, Vance Joseph, I, I think you're, you're. I think you're absolutely right. He's on the hot seat, yeah. um, especially after last year. I, I do appreciate him getting a second year. I, you know, having a coach in for one year, and then kicking him out. Yeah. What does that do? Like that does. It nothing. does nothing. You it, give him one year, and then it, it does nothing. Kick rocks. It uh, doesn't make sense. But if it's another bad year, I could see Vance Joseph leaving. Yeah. Partly because I don't think John Elway will ever either get or take the blame for what he's done to this team as as the president. I think he'll. Shifted elsewhere because I, I don't think he has a good track record of drafting this year. Maybe, Maybe not anomaly. necessarily drafting, but he he's had a couple picks here and there that have worked yeah. out. Mostly, actually, defensively, most of those guys have trended upward. Elway could probably walk in there guys. and like set the stadium on fire. Oh, he owns, and be he owns able to like blame it on somebody else and be like, I just found it like I this, it, yeah. and like, oh, John, we oh, love Johnny. you. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Uh, I mean, he got us another ring, so I'm, yeah, I'm those, okay with it. Those. Right, two rings. Well, he, no. he won the two. Well, he's he's he, gotten us three, but oh, uh, okay. but I'm saying won. as far as as you he know, running the show, um, higher up and being in front office position, I he was just yeah. there for that that win. He 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 got Peyton there, huh? No, I meant no, the one that I played, brought yeah. got us there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in that one, but that yeah. was the TD show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, hell yeah. That was yeah, not it was a Trail Davis. It wasn't a way. You weren't specific. <laughs> I know. You said I, that one. Cody knew exactly what I meant when I, I said I think it was it, also so partial. Was it Gary Anderson? Yeah. Partial him because if the Vikings would have made it, we were toast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so you want to. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Like we've been doing, uh, obviously. You know. You, you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to ask you what's the strength of this team and what do you see as the defense? And. Weakness. Since you're here, weakness, not defense. Was that a, was that a Freudian Whoa. slip? Does, well, Stubby think, does Stubby think the defense is the weakness of the Denver Broncos? He shouldn't. And since you're here, I can say, be specific. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, is it, can I can I do one on each side of the ball? Sure. If sure. I it up? Okay. So as far as offense is concerned, it's the right side of that line. Uh, it's it's just unsure. Those guys haven't played together. So you're doing um, weakness. So. First, yeah, yeah. Either way, either first. Way. I like to finish strong. Okay. Either way. Either way. Um, oh. As far as defensively, um, our secondary is just a little. I mean, we've got uh, Chris Harris and Bradley so Roby, but other than that, some fly zone now. Some sort of fly zone, possibly Min- fly. Zone. Minimal fly zone right now. Yeah, but, not a no fly zone, just but, it's a possible fly zone. Yeah, but if we have, you know, going into my strengths defensively, that's that front seven. Yeah. If you can't. If you don't have time to throw the ball, then there's no flying. So I'm banking on those guys getting to the quarterback, I'm hoping. Um, I haven't had this much optimism about a defense going, you know, as as much as I do right now, um, as far as especially what I saw last year. Um, and weakness on the defense. Yeah, weakness on the defense side was secondary. Offense, um, our strength is our tools, our, our, what we have. Okay. Um, it It could work. I yeah. think I think a lot of people, and this might be indirectly or directly tied to to fantasy, but a lot of people are kind of saying Emmanuel Sanders is done, Demarius Thomas are done because they're not putting up huge numbers. Yeah. I don't think they're done. Quarterback I, issue. I think for sure. yeah, I think it was tough, yeah. uh, tough sledding last year and or the last couple of years. Um, so I, I would kind of expect to see a resurgence there. I do know that it's going to take a little time for Case to kind of get. Uh, synced up with those guys, but the, both of them are very good receivers. Um, I I know, and it kind of hurt me to, to uh, when we were talking about wide receivers a few weeks back when we were doing our top ten, top fifteen stuff like that. Demarius mm-hmm. didn't really kind of make it in there, uh-huh. and, and 
a few years ago, that would have seemed insane. Yeah, so absolutely. I think he can get back there, and I think uh, Mandy Sanders can too, and, and kind of lead that, that team through the air. Um, and, you know, and then the defense holds itself up. I think I'm, I'm optimistic about this team as well, mm-hmm. um, partially because of Case, and then a, a good deal of that confidence is coming from their draft. They had a very good draft, which yeah. we both talked about. Yep, so, yep. Uh, And then the last thing we do uh, – how do you see this this dr uh, this division shaking out? Because it's mm-hmm. a, it's a tough one. How do you see this division shaking out, and where do the Broncos finish in that? And pay no mind to Casey glaring at you from across the table. Uh, uh, I yeah no We're I gonna think probably we are on the same exact page probably. Um, it's the Chargers division to lose, as far as um, it, well, <laughs> and if if, if they hey, don't get any more snake bites, all they're gonna do is miss a couple kicks. Yeah. And, uh, I think I think it's their division. Um, looking at our schedule, uh, it's compared to last year. Last year we had a fucking gauntlet. Uh, this year we've got a fairly easy schedule. Um, all of our tough games are at home. Um, that would be uh, Seattle, um, Los Angeles. Well, Seattle's probably not as as bad now, but uh, Los Angeles Rams, Texans, Steelers. We got all those guys at home. Um, so those that could be big. Um, I'm gonna be where I was last year. I'm just gonna go ahead and say nine and seven, ten and six. Optimistically, um, it, it could shake out to be a two-way tie there for third. You know, between us and the Chiefs, I think we're gonna be right around that 500. Slightly better than 500 would be nice. Um, but yeah, and then I got the Raiders dead ass last. They're uh, they're fucked. They they may they're, be, they're just not in a good spot right I now. I think, and we'll we'll ask our Raiders fan. We get to it. Yeah, I think I think that kind of shakes out with with Gruden and how people feel about Gruden. Yeah, I think I've been clear about how I feel about Gruden. you so, very much. Have. Uh, so Cody, I, I that was good. I, yeah. I like that. Uh, if we were real professionals, we would have gone back and listened to what you did last year and said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, what were yeah. you thinking?" Yeah. Uh, but we didn't do that. We'll give you a, a clean slate. It's a Thank new you. year. Appreciate it's it. It's a new year. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I look forward to beating you guys in the fantasy league this year. I'm glad you can look a couple years ahead. Yeah. Mm. No, not that league. It's important oh, to have no, vision. He's, he's talking about this. I'm talking about oh, this, this league. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Then you're looking zero, <laughs> no years ahead because it's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, never gonna brain happen. trust okay. right here. Okay. The brain. Okay. Oh, now we're brain trust. <laughs> well, we're. You guys weren't listening we to the mics. We have to unite against him. It was Casey's team a little bit ago. So we'll see. <laughs> Put the fucking thing together. All right. So uh, you can stick around and uh, maybe break down a little Chiefs with us? Yeah, yeah. I'll right. hang out for sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. Break so we are going to take a quick little break, and we'll be back to talk Chiefs right after this. Hey, this is Tyler from 5 and 5 Hockey. Tune in weekly for NHL updates, interviews with coaches and players like Derek Lalonde, the assistant coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Brianna Decker, Team USA Women's Olympic gold medalist, and Curtis Gabriel of the New Jersey Devils. We're updating all summer long. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at 515 HockeyCast and subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And now, back to the football. All right, so now we're going to welcome on Waylon. He is a Chiefs fan. Welcome, welcome. How you guys doing? Welcome, fellow Chiefs fan. I The King, Kingdom, right? Didn't you, have, yeah, you. Chiefs Kingdom. We didn't have one last year. We couldn't find one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to somebody that hopefully is a little more optimistic than I am. We'll see. We'll see how things shake out. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's see, Ryan. You want to talk about the draft? You've got all the notes over there. Yeah, I, I think. And there's not much to talk about. But. There's, there's not much in the draft. I, I think the, the the big question, the obvious one, right there is is how do you feel about uh, shipping Alex Smith off to Washington and going whole hog on uh, on Pat Mahomes? 
Well, if you uh, pay attention to Pat Mahomes and how he's been last year at the preseason, and then you watch his highlights, you're kind of like, you're taking a gamble. But at the same time, you've seen Alex Smith, and you've been used to what he's done for four or five years. And so you just, you've become accustomed to the check downs until last year when he really started throwing the long ball. And that's what we want to see with Pat Mahomes his whole career, not just one year. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I can see how, uh, you know, I think you saying uh, taking a gamble is a great uh, uh, use of an analogy there because it is sort of a gamble. There, here's a guy that there's a little bit of risk with uh, as far as uncertainty, you know, uh, not his first year in the league, but his first year under center, you know, as a starting quarterback. But the yeah. the high end here, the reward uh, is so great of what his potential can be. Do you think that there's an opportunity for him to just come right out of the gate um, hitting that potential, or do you think there'll be a little bit of a learning curve here? Well, with how the schedule is set up, there may be a little bit of a small ball, like a curveball, but I think that he's on a perfect team with the perfect amount of playmakers and the coach that any quarterback would set up and be fine, and he's got a perfect time to do that. Yeah, I, I agree with those points. I mean, he's, he's definitely set up for success, mm-hmm. um, which makes – you know, if he starts out slow, I think a little more of a worry um, as, as far as the, the fan base would go. Um, so we, it was mostly just defense on the on the draft side of things, which they needed to do. This defense is uh, terrifying to me. Um, I don't, I don't Not feel, in a good way. I, you know, I don't feel great about a lot of things. I mean, they did address part of the corner situation with uh, with the trade of Alex Smith. I well, I feel like the. Uh... The defensive draft could have been a little bit different, but we didn't have a first round because of the Patrick Mahomes train. So. Yeah. Um, I guess here we go. Here's one. How did you feel about the the shipping of Marcus Peters to the Rams? Were you uh, as upset uh, as I was the I day was it a happened? Peters fan. No, I was. It was kind of both ways. Like he was like a a locker room bug, whatever. But he was also a playmaker, so. I'm yeah. upset, but then again, our defense looks like everybody's willing to eat. So yeah, he he had his uh, you know, off the field antics or even on the field antics, uh, if you will, um, not taken away from his playmaking ability. Like he said, tremendous player. But is it one of those in your mind? Is it one of those uh, kind of you know, hate to see him leave, but at the same time, now we can get a fresh start. Uh, he seemed like he didn't want to be there. I think he fully said that he wouldn't play another snap for, snap for the defensive coordinator last season. So it's kind of one of those uh, good riddance type of a moment for you? or I think it was one of those things that was just building up the whole season. And then at the end of the season, the playoff loss and all that, it just came to like they just all talked about it and decided we don't need him. And if we can get Kendall Fuller, then he's going to go. And now it's just we're going to have mixed feelings about it until the season goes on and our players make plays. But Kind of like an amicable split. Then, if you will. yeah, and I mean, like he said, if 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 you know the season starts and his defense is playing okay and the secondary isn't getting eaten alive, um, I think that'll sort of fade the the memory of it. Um, if that doesn't happen, yeah. I think that that'll be sort of a talking point. Yeah, our defense should have some fun against the Broncos quarterback. <laughs> we'll see. Which, we'll yeah, see yeah, which yeah. one. Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Might well, I'm be sure some... Pat and Lynch won't be there. <laughs> 
I hope not. How much money did you <laughs> donate to the GoFundMe to get donating, Paxton Lynch out I'm of there? I'm not donating no money to Damn. that. I want him. I want him starting. Put his ass out there. I'd rather have him start. Throw <laughs> oh, I bet you would. Uh, and uh, um, Marcus Peters wasn't the only, you know, kind of well-known defensive guy to leave. Uh, Tom Bahali is gone now. Benny Logan gone as well. And Derek Johnson is now an Oakland Raider. So how do you feel about those kind of big names uh, that were, you know? Well, let's just say, everybody says Tom Bahali leaves, and he's been good and all, but the past few years he's only played like one he, or two, three yeah, games a he's season. Not, doesn't exactly and it hasn't been had much of an impact. So the, Tom Bahali's basically been gone for like two seasons. He's not wrong. <laughs> no. It, this is true. Um, he he's kind of more of a, a fan favorite than like yes. actual on the field impact. Yeah. So so I I can see that. But production wise, he hasn't really been there. So, right. well, I, I don't like Tomba and everything, but I don't get why everybody keeps saying with Tomba Ali gone now. Like yeah, he had a lot of coaching. Like he talks to a lot of teammates and everything, but on the field, he wasn't very productive. He was you know getting old, and ten goes for Derek. And he, he was productive, but he was getting old and slow. Right. And and you end up picking up what's likely Derek Johnson's replacement in the offseason and grabbing Anthony Hitchens over from Dallas. So uh, got a big contract there for Hitchens. Do you think he's going to be able to fill those those, shoe, those shoes, you know, kind of step into that role? I, I got faith in him. I believe that he was kind of hidden into the Cowboys defense with all their linebackers. Yeah, I, I think he's good. Um, he's an Iowa boy too, so we've we've all seen a fair of him, yep. fair bit of him, and fair. Uh, despite some off the field stuff, he 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 has been pretty good there. So, uh, like we talked about already, that the draft was mostly just depth. You know, you add some more defensive line, add a linebacker. Uh, actually, all yeah. all six of your picks were defensive players, half of them being on the defensive line. So, um, I don't foresee any immediate starters here but i do think this is going to be good depth for a team that well was was hurt last year and lacking in the depth yeah mm-hmm. i can see two of them pushing starting time yeah a couple of them okay um, amari watts and Shim smith amari watts yeah um and then so i i got to watch <laughs> a fair bit of the of the chiefs here and uh you know just because local markets and things like that I couldn't tell if the offense was great and the defense sucked or if the defense is great and the offense sucked. Uh, do you think that they're, one of these units is, is kind of dragging the other one down? What, this year, like, currently? I guess, yeah. You, last, do, you, like, yeah. do you think they've improved whatever it was from last year? I'd say in certain points there's improved. Like uh, the run, I think they're going to improve in the run. And then there's some parts that they disapproved in, whatever you want to say, like uh, not willing to say quarterback, but the quarterback experience, the whole quarterback group. Like we got a lot of quarterbacks that have went on other teams and had a lot of bad times, like the Raiders quarterback, McGloin. Mm-hmm. Chad Henney's bounced around, and he's had a few good starts, but overall he's a bum. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. I think I think yeah. Chad Henney is a, a bit of a bum. <laughs> Uh, you, you mentioned the run game there. Um, we all saw what Cream Hunt did last year. Everyone's kind of on the on the hype and the, the jumping on the bandwagon here. Casey, though, is not I'm pumping the brakes. Is not quite there. 
Um, are you on the, the Kareem Hunt hype train, or do you think there was this kind of a, a fluky rookie season? I didn't say that. I didn't I'm, say that. That's not that. – don't put words in my no, mouth. That's, that's not the, what that's I said. Casey question insinuated I'm that Spencer no, Ware I think is that Spencer a more viable Ware's, option. I didn't even say more viable option. I like Kareem I, Hunt. He's got, he's got good balance, and he knows how to hit the holes and how to hit everybody yeah. when he's getting hit. But I think we're going to have a better duo, like how the Saints had it yeah. with Kamara. And, and that's and, my uh, point. Is I thought we were talking more fantasy yeah, when we yeah. had this conversation, and I, I think Kareem Hunt's fantasy value is going to drop uh, compared to where he's going at this mm-hmm. time because I think Spencer Ware is going to see the field absolutely uh, quite frequently, and I, I, I don't know that there are as many opportunities for Kareem Hunt. That doesn't mean he's not going to be as explosive or as great. I was just I asking just think the guy it's a how he feels. No, it's fine. But you also on me put, yeah, <laughs> throw me under the bus. Damn. <laughs> he was. Well, if you know Coach Andy, he's got a lot of plays set up for certain players at certain games, and he just gives them the ball no matter what, unless he likes to get a lead and forgets to run. That's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Coach Andy there, I kind of got to ask how, how you feel about him, the play calling. I mean, you guys look at what you did last year, and you start off 5-0, and and all the hype is there, and then you go one for your next seven games. Uh which is just crazy, kind of back and forth, and Andy Reeks kind of taking well, a little bit of a heat A couple of those there. games were just, just horrendous play calls, too. Ex- like, bad play calls, but Jets could have went terrible. either way. I mean, historically speaking, Andy Reid's kind of got the rep of being the guy that can play really good in the regular season and almost get there, but just can't quite make the hump. Are you confident that Andy Reid could be the coach to take this team and uh, win uh, another Super Bowl? If he got the players they got the grit in them like if you notice a couple of the chiefs collapses there could have been plays that have been made but nobody's trying really they like we got the lead ain't nothing gonna happen they feel like everything is locked down already yeah we've seen that they're not trying it's true we've seen i had so many times i've been at so yeah. many games where I, that's been the case i think You're at that, that titans game weren't you yeah it was there it hurt it andy, hurt a lot andy was bad that's that's the main reason i feel like they got rid of marcus peters it's because at times he wouldn't try, times he would, and then he was just setting bad vibes for the locker room. Like they wouldn't want to try certain games, and those certain times they don't try could uh, dictate the games. I think he had a, a kind of a very hot and cold attitude, like you're yes. saying. Like this is true. Like he would he would get he had a, a quick temper that would push him over over the edge into that point where he was frustrated. You know. Mm-hmm. Pouting, throwing flags into the stands for marching some... backstage when yeah. he thinks that he's been ejected, but he really hadn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, it doesn't surprise me that Marcus Peters was gone. Um, I, I think that, like we talked about a little bit before, it, w- it was kind of mutual because Marcus Peters didn't want to be there either, and the Jets had an opportunity, or not the Jets, the, the Chiefs had an opportunity to kind of <laughs> get rid of this guy who, who's a little bit dragging the team down, at least in the locker room. That's fine. They should have mm-hmm. just fired Bob Sutton. That's what they should have done. But that, that's just fire Bob Sutton. Keep Marcus Peters. That's and I, that's well, if I'm you at, but... pay attention to the posters the last year when those games we was losing after all the changes with the, mm-hmm. the additions to the defensive line, the run was getting stopped pretty good. It was just our offense that was failing to score at that time. It was, was it more they kind of figured out Cream Hunt a little bit, like we talked about in our fantasy? Uh, yeah, special the other. Other night, or or do you think that it was just play calling, got complacent? I feel like it was just play calling. Like we had three superstars on the team, just it's the ball can go around, and he was I don't know what happened. And and this, this year, is bad luck. 
And this year, you add a fourth superstar or potential superstar or is, yes, in, in Sammy Watkins. Paying him like one. Yes, he's getting the money to be a superstar. Comes the uh, money. Do you like the addition of uh, Sammy Watkins and the fact that you're going to have two big wide receivers that can speed down the field for young Patrick Mahomes? Well, I think Sammy was uh, he was added mainly for the red zone, probably because you know how we get in the red zone and we saw sometimes we have a lot of field goals. And that was where he was mainly used last season with Philadelphia. He had – but like seven targets or nine targets and seven touchdowns. Yeah, he was a big uh, a big target there um, in L.A. In, in L.A., yeah. Um, I, I I like the idea of both him and like Tyreek Hill on opposite sides of the field. Those guys are speedsters; they can stretch, and then you you throw them straight down the field, and then it opens up so much in the middle. That opens up that A route for yeah. Travis Kelsey. Exactly. exactly. What it opens up. And not only Post. that, your, uh, your, you know, your running backs, get them the ball with open space and the ability to make uh, plays. On paper... We're going to be seeing a lot of one-on-one coverage this year. Yeah, on yeah, paper, this offense looks just phenomenal. I guess I'm a little bit unsold... Yet, because I haven't seen it, if you were to sell me this offense, what's your your biggest uh, selling point here? I would just who would you who who could you cover? Like uh, even our backups are just as good as almost everybody starters on any other league or any other team. Like uh, um, eleven, number eleven, I forget what's his name, Robinson. Robinson, yeah, yeah. He's pretty, I do have high hopes for Robinson. And I feel like yeah, Watson is just a luxury. We could have had Robinson like gotten better. He could have been the number two wide receiver or something. Chris Conley. He's always showing out in preseason. Yeah, Chris Conley, yeah. Chris Conley was very good last year before he got injured as well. He was kind of coming into his own. So, um, I, I think yeah, I like Chris Conley. I think the wide receiving core, the, the past catchers, if you want to include tra- Travis Kelsey in there as well, are – Probably the best bunch in the NFL. If, if you add up all those guys, yeah. uh, the 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 best bunch in the NFL. Don't don't make the face at me, Jam. Um, now the question is: Don't make the face at me, Cody. Uh, the question is: does, Steelers don't have a tight end. Will the offensive sure. line be able to to kind of hold that up? Do you think the offensive line has what it takes to keep Pat Pat Mahomes upright, or do you think he's going to be running for his life? Well, I think he's going to have enough time to get. Job done. We got three above normal players with Mitchell and uh, Lauren DM, whatever this, whatever his name is. <laughs> the doctor, and doctor, doctor D, doctor yeah. D. I'm still pissed they won't let him put that on a jersey. And then the uh, the project in McKenzie, he was looking pretty good in the preseason. So Mitch Morrison not a bad center. So our offensive line is pretty good. It's average, above average sometimes. It's not. I'm not. I'm yeah. just over here shaking my head. I agree with you. I don't, I just from just from talking to Casey, like a fellow Chief, or another Chiefs fan, like you guys, are like, well, we got an all right shot. Well, we're average, we're above just, average. We're just used it's, to. It's such a Chiefs thing to say. We're just line. used to being dashed. So we're yeah. just, I just used to it. Well, well then, well, we were always losing in the playoffs. So we, when Patrick Mahomes gets us over that lump, whatever. We'll talk some more stuff. Yeah, hey, I, I hope for you, buddy. I mean, Montana couldn't get it done for you in the postseason, so. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm normally more of a, a shit talk. 
roster, but last year I was just like, eh, I'm kind of over. Would I see some more work in the preseason? Oh, okay. So, you, so like towards like which point of last season did you kind of pump the brakes on the shit talk? Because I'm, I'm guessing Probably that five and zero start was uh, pretty wild. Well, that uh, the, the game against the Titans was pretty much our whole season, how it started and ended, and it was just the definition of how we played the first half and second half. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, to an we, extent. There are other reasons, but, yeah. Lost my boy, Travis Kelsey. So. This year, though, know, we got a lot of hype, though, because it's been a long time since one of our homegrown quarterbacks had played, and we actually liked him. <laughs> yeah. I know, you guys got a starting quarterback that didn't come from San Francisco for mm-hmm. once. Well, so. <laughs> see if it works. Right. See if yeah. it works this time. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we can always go call Cass. You could. He's still waiting. I think I'm sure Elvis Gerbach will still take some more snaps too. Yeah, now now's as good a time as any uh, to to add. We, we, I, I just I got nothing. We've, we've kind of looked at some different areas on the field, uh, but but Waylon, if you're looking at this whole team, uh, what do you see as the strength of this team, and what would you say is the weakness? The strength of the team would be the core position like wide receiver, tight ends, running back. And, and the weakness, I'd say, is the secondary. Yeah. Other than the few playmakers that we know we have, there's a lot of no names, and they have to make plays for themselves. Yeah, and there's there's two new corners in there, and, and Amerson and Fuller, so we'll have to see how those guys materialize. Well, I'm a Chiefs fan, and I've seen Amerson play, so... <laughs> I'm not too bright on him. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how how he likes Bob Sutton because it, it was Marcus Peters wasn't having can't it. Like so. him much less than Peters did. Uh, it, These camp videos don't help much with Emerson getting torched all the time. <laughs> and, and then the uh, the last thing we ask here. So uh, this is a a pretty tough division, uh, but we'll give you a crack at it here. So how how do you see this division shaking out, and where do the Chiefs fit into all that? Uh, um, we're probably going to start off a little slow with the rest of the division. Chargers might get injured. Broncos might get caught up in a slow streak losing game or something. It'd come down to the wire with the Raiders and the Chiefs probably we're edge them out. Probably like a 10-6, 10-6 win-loss record. So basically on par with last year. Um, whether or yeah. not that will win you, the, win you the division again, we'll have to see. Um, but I, for all the, the wholesale changes that this team has made, you know, quarterback's gone, corner corner is gone, added another big-time wide receiver. You have all these kind of rollovers and changes to predict the same record kind of means that there's at least some consistency that you expect from there, some consistency maybe from the coaching staff or from the veteran players or things like that. So um, a 10-6 record, you know, that's pretty positive. Uh, a lot of the team's – in this division didn't even hit that last year. So to end up with that, uh, would yeah, be... and we've also gotten a chance to rebuild while we're in the, the reins of winning divisions back to back. You know, most teams aren't much lucky. Like they fall off like the Seahawks or the Broncos. Yeah. You have a, um, a chance to, to go back to back and kind of keep that momentum going from last year, even though kind of got dashed in the playoffs. You did start off well. You know that those pieces are generally there and can take you to that new level. And the core of this team is young guys. 
Cream Hunts yeah, Young. Be in tax for years. Yeah. Yep, you get those those real cheap ears. So that's all I got. Yeah. yeah Casey, any, not, nothing. No, I got nothing. I'm I'm pessimistic about these things. I I, I hope he's right. But I you really always are. do, and it's true. That's why I said that's why I wanted to have somebody else on. I, I wanted someone who was a little more optimistic, and Waylon took care of that for me. He, he he expects big things from this team, and I really, really, really hope that he's right. All right, man, we're, uh, that's, that's all we got for you. We are going to cut you loose. We'll keep your contact info because uh, we got to talk Chiefs at some point, whether it's this whole Mahomes thing, we we'll see how it goes. Bump, bump into each other week three in Kansas City. We'll be down there. So. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, keep you on the, we'll keep you on the speed dial if we need to talk. And, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get a hold of you, I'm sure. Right. I think I, we're going to have to talk Mahomes at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, Waylon. Have a good yeah. one. Thank you. Future. All right, good stuff there. Um, yeah, we uh, we're halfway there. Yeah, halfway well, through this division. He was a good uh, wrinkle to your pessimism. This is, and I, I hate to bring up the you know the comments or whatever, but this is, and that's what it is. It's there are two fans. There's me, and then there's him. That's which is what I wanted. I didn't ask there's him ahead of time either. That's a small kingdom. It's it's low. It's really small. <laughs> it's, a, small it's a two-man kingdom, kingdom and one hates the team, one loves the it's team. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. basically the odd. I don't people. hate the team. Thursday the night team. on CBS. <laughs> oh, this team! I swears. <laughs> this team, if they're still good, have you seen it? I'm just terrified of the things to come. Is all. So. This is true. He's upset. At the <sighs> Let's future. hit the bullet points then, shall we? We uh, we just recently announced that Andy Hall is going to join us every uh, every week. Every week, he's going to talk some fantasy. Uh, if you got you questions it, for here him, it is. We're giving it to you. Hit him up on the Twitter. You got uh, yeah, the questions, concerns. You know, I, I like sits. I like that his first uh, hey I'm doing this post and someone comes shooting at him. Well, I hope you're better at your fantasy than you are your pick 'em, or else. So, <laughs> hey, if you guys want to uh, think you got what it takes to take him on head to head, you know where to contact him, how to get a hold of him. Come yeah. at us, uh, get in the league. Uh, the league's, league's formed. Full. League's formed. League's it's full. filled. But uh, we will also be doing. <laughs> I mean, league's full. Yeah, it's full. Sorry, we'll be doing the pick 'em here too, though. Yes, going forward. Yes, we so, will have the the ESPN group oh, set yeah. up. I'll set it up again. Plenty we'll of uh, chances if you think you know better to uh, test it. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a fun time. So uh, we're going to be doing that every week. We got. Uh, we're going to talk Chargers and Raiders here at the end of the week. Oh, yeah, it's, big uh, time. it's a big one. I'm pretty oh, excited. What a Friday. Pretty excited to. Yeah. Yeah, we. I'm pretty excited. I know, you guys are. I'm. I'm jacked. We've got a. Um, this little uh, passion project we started is kind of fucking taken off, and it's really cool. Yeah, we. we thanks we, to you guys yeah. out there listening and downloading and liking and sharing and spreading the good word. Yeah, we have had an uptick in everything here recently. I know that it being football season probably has something to do with that, but um, we appreciate you know everything you guys are doing, the shares, the likes, the subscriptions. You know, keep them coming. Make sure you're out there rating and reviewing. Uh, on all the platforms, wherever you listen, rate us and review us on Facebook. All of these things help us out um, when it comes to uh, acquiring a bigger fan base, which if, is what we're trying to do here. Yeah, if so, an hour of us makes your day go faster, I'm sure you know 10 people who will also benefit from this. hour and a half these last mm-hmm. few weeks. But well, these division previews, man, it's, uh, okay. it's something. We'll be, we'll be down to a tighter time frame come regular season. We sh- we're going to have a format. We format? We're sticking to it. <laughs> wow. Yes, yeah, professionalism at its finest here, folks. We're sticking Format, to it. We hope. So, uh, yeah, anything else, guys, before we get out of here and come back on Friday? No. No? No. I mean, we're, we're starting to get to the season. I know I keep saying it. This is, like, 
fantasy drafts are starting now. Yep. We're getting to second and third preseason games where mm-hmm. you, the starters play. These are the teams we'll likely see mm-hmm. going forward. So uh, pay attention to those, obviously. Pay attention to the show because we'll talk about all the news that happens, kind of the implications of uh, injuries. Injuries are going to happen. We've already seen them. More injuries are undoubtedly going to happen. We'll kind of cover them as they go. Yeah, and uh, I guess keep your eyes on the Facebook on Sunday. Our draft is at 1 o'clock Central Time. Uh, we'll be doing some Facebook Live for that. You guys um, want to listen to us argue about who we're going to take? Yeah, it'll be. We'll it'll be, be doing. Well, in theory, the idea is that we'll have a uh, a shot of the draft room, um, and then audio from the three of us going. Da-na-na. So Da-na-na. should hopefully be fun. That's the plan. So hell yeah! All right, that's going to do it for uh, for the Wednesday episode. We'll be back on Friday to talk Chargers and Raiders. Yeah, thanks. We only got two divisions left, or one division left. One two, weeks left. Two, two weeks left. Two, two shows two weeks left. left. Yeah. Yeah, thanks to Cody for coming in and talking Broncos. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks for Waylon for uh, perking up a uh, <laughs> perking up the the Chiefs conversation because it's all doom and gloom. Okay. Yeah, it's true. It's what I do over here, man. That's that's my go to. So, all right for for Cody and Waylon, who were great guests, and for these two fucksticks. Yep. This has been just another football show. Bye. Bye.